Blog Talk Radio. He was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his daily run was long and hard and he had to be ready to get his freight train down the track. Determination he would never lack the little locomotive called freight train Freddy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Getting on Top. I'm your host, Paul Morris, and we're here Wednesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. That's East Coast time, and we broadcast from the southern Hudson Valley region of New York State, which is your out-of-towners, northern suburbs of New York City, my hometown, and we do have a call-in number. If someone would like to ask me or my guest a question, I'll make a comment, and that number is one. 347-215-9456. And I'd like to mention Upper Cervical Chiropractic in New York, established in 2002, located in White Plains, New York. UCC New York has become a stand of excellence in the profession. It attracts patients from all over the world, including famous celebrities and athletes. Check them out at wwwucc ny.com. If you call Dr. Gertner at 914-686-6200 and mention me, Paul Morris, you get a free consultation and exam worth $300. And that little ditty uh, that you heard in the beginning of the show, the opening number, it's called Freight Train Freddy. It was written by the illustrator of the book, which I wrote. It's a rhyming children's story by the 19th century uh, steam engine as it goes through its daily run. And if you'd like to find out more about the book and see some of the beautiful pictures and read some of the uh, rhyming verse, uh, you can go to ftfcreations.com. That's F-T-F as in Freight Train Freddy, creations.com. You can get the uh, e-book for two ninety nine, and also the uh, soft covers on sale as well. Today, I'd like to welcome back Penny Cohen. Uh, We're going to be talking about the pursuit of happiness. Where does it lead? And uh, Penny is a transformational psychotherapist, a relationship counselor, and the author of the book, Personal Kabbalah, 32 Paths to Inner Peace and Life Purpose. She's a licensed clinical social worker. You can find out more about Penny at www.pennycohen.com. Today we'll be discussing if happiness can be attained by consciously pursuing it, or if not, and if not, why not? Also, if seeking after it is, is not the path to happiness, then how does one achieve it? Uh, good afternoon, Penny. How are you? Hello? Hello? Oh. Hello? Hello? Hi. Okay, Ron, yeah. I think I had a problem with my headset. No problem. Sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Perfect. 
Okay, so, great. Uh, I introduced you, and um, and I'll let you uh, start off, if you will, uh, about. Uh, well, let me start off because I did I did introduce I did come up with the topic, so I'll 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 give the parting shot. So. Uh, I said the pursuit of happiness is uh, obviously in the uh, Declaration of Independence, right? And yes. uh, liberty and the pursuit Life, of happiness. liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Oh, why am I saying that perhaps it's not the best uh, way to go by pursuing it? What I'm saying is, uh, I guess my opening statement would be, I don't think happiness is something that can be attained by pursuing it, like, you know, like pursuing a normal goal or things like that, though it may sound uh, sound strange for me to say it. I believe that happiness is a byproduct of living the best life you can. And uh, if you chase after it, somehow it seems to you know, often elude people. What do you think? Well, I would agree with that 100%. And, Ed, happiness isn't something we pursue because as we or chase, because the more we pursue it, the more we chase it away. And so oh. I believe happiness is received. By so why do you think our we thoughts, chase feelings, it away? speech, and actions. Uh-huh. Well, why do we... Interesting you say we chase it away. I mean, I never thought of it that way. I know it's not something that, you know, it's like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Somehow we can't, if we look, we keep, by looking, we're not going to find it because it's not, it's not out there. It's in here. It's inside. And I think a lot of people try to find it. That, that might be the key. A lot of people try to find it by, uh, you know, exterior things, uh, uh, you know, monetary well, things, and so I, on. I think but, we have to make a distinction between external happiness and internal happiness because we can be happy when we get a new car or buy a new house or win the lottery or competing and winning uh, that is happiness, but it's external happiness, and it's only temporary. I think Absolutely. the deeper happiness is when it comes from inside out, when we mm. feel a deep sense of love and inner joy. That, to mm. me, is true happiness. Well, I agree. Um, I, I think that that's just a passing fancy, and we all know, you know, we've been around long enough that, uh, sure, you know, when you get the new this and the new that, then it gets old. Um, I think, yeah, I, again, I think happiness is, you know, like you say, life is a journey. <laughs> and, you know, as long as we, you know, a journey makes sense to us and we enjoy what we're doing, we seem to be, you know, happy. It's not something that's a, like a goal, you know, you can't just put it in your pocket and say, oh, I got it now, I'll get something else. I think it's just an offshoot of, of living a, the best life, you know, a, a reasonable life. You know, it's well, kind I, of, I think uh, it's even, the, the, I, get, I think the greater question is, 
how do we derive happiness? And how do we know we're happy? Well, okay. I, think, I think we know I mean, it. I because think we... a lot... They, no, I've had a lot of clients at some point yeah. say, I've been thinking I'm happy, but I don't really feel it inside. And that's a big distinction. Yeah, well, you know, but you know, happiness. you can say you got to think positively, and that'll make you happy, but not necessarily. You have to be open to feeling happy. And I've well, I think I, happiness I is keep, like love. You know, you know it when it's there. It, you know, if you have to think about it, if you question, then it's probably not it. You know, you know when, it, well, when you got I it, you think, know. It. Again. Again, I go back to what is it that can make us happy. And for me, it's letting go of what's blocking us from being in alignment with the flow. More commonly yeah. known today as the laws of attraction. Okay. Uh, yeah. But, I, I, well, the attraction thing is a little, a little elusive, but As I, as I started to say, it emerges yeah. with letting go of what's blocking us from being in alignment with the flow. But okay. we have to feel worthy of receiving the love, passion, and abundance. And that's okay. the clinker for a lot of people. They don't feel worthy of love or abundance. And therefore, they're not happy inside. Well, what you're saying is that what I hear you saying is they sabotage it because they, right. uh, they, in fact, I'm going to tell you a personal story that's similar to what you're saying. And uh, it's kind of ironic because it's about my mother. My mother was actually as bad a well adjusted person as you could meet, you know. Uh, my father was unfortunately depressive. Uh, depressive. Not my mother. She just, you know, she was blue now and then, and she said, "Oh, I'm blue," and then it would pass, you know, like normal. She, she was, she, she, you know, she had a really good attitude about life. You know, she just took things as they came, and you know, that generation went through hard times, and my parents are no different. You know, they went through the depression and all that, the wars, and it was tough. You know, they had it tough, but she never complained. She she really had a great attitude to the end. She lived a pretty long life, and uh, but with all that said, she somehow she didn't let herself be happy. But just like what you're saying, and I picked that up mm-hmm. as a habit. I picked that up as a habit, and and if I found myself kind of relaxing, uh, you know, I'd, oh no, you know, like I wouldn't allow myself to just feel happy. Right. Right. And, and right. Then, that's that's some way later in my midlife, or somewhere around my you know middle middle forties or something like that, late forties. I don't remember exactly when. I said to myself, "What am I doing? This is ridiculous," you know. And I, I turned it around. I stopped doing that. I felt a lot better. I felt a lot better. But you know, the other thing about the happiness could be something uh, what they call kanahara in the Jewish. Uh, Faith uh, and tradition, you know, they they're not allowed to say something uh, good about somebody. Positive, right? 
giving him the evil eye. That might have been part of why my mother was like that, but but it it it, it daunted me for quite a while in my life until I just kind of threw it off and changed that habit. But yeah, I could see people not allowing themselves to feel good. Maybe they feel guilty. They don't deserve it. They think they have to earn it, or because their parents told them that, or God knows what. So I, I could see what you're saying about people not allowing themselves to enjoy right. it. Right. Like it's it's, it's, it's interesting because <laughs> my mother used to say to me, "Don't get too excited about something, so it doesn't. If it doesn't happen, you won't be disappointed." So we're taught not to get excited, not to be happy. Also, a lot of people are afraid if they're happy, if they're happy, something will happen to bring them down. Right, right. Now you know. I mean, so there's a lot of reasons that hold us back from being truly happy. Mm. Well, in my from my personal experience, I it's been a really a per, positive turnaround. A couple of things. One was getting rid of that thought that my mother inadvertently gave me. You know, I'm sure she didn't do it purposely. It's just I picked it up from her. And I, you know, I feel good. I just feel good. I say, hey, I feel good, great. And I would just enjoy it. I just go with it, and it was, it's wonderful. It's a great thing to do, and I've done that ever since. And it's been, it's been fine. You know, this thing about well, if it doesn't happen, you know, I don't worry about that. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I mean, you should enjoy it when you can. That's what I say to myself. If I'm having a good day or a good moment, I don't ruin it for myself. I say, great. I'll enjoy it while I can. We'll see what happens tomorrow. And it's better that way. Otherwise, you don't get to enjoy it. You never enjoy it. You never feel good. And that's terrible. Believe me, I've done it both ways. It's much better this way. Whatever moments you have, enjoy. Just go with, go with it. And, you know, if something happens, something happens. You'll take, deal with it, you know, at that time. Go ahead. Well, um, yes, <laughs> that's part of it. say more, but I mean, I, unless you... I, no, fact, the you, thing is, what I want to get at is, how can we learn how to be happy? And we really can learn by the way we speak, the way we think, the way we converse with others. And I'll say again that it's being in alignment with the flow. And okay. the way well, we get in the moment. What? Being in the flow means you're in the present moment, which means you're busy. Well, being and in I, the flow I, means being in the moment, being open to receive the flow. You see, I, I take being in the moment one step further. Uh, being in the moment is seeing what is, accepting what is. Being on the flow is being open to receive divine light, love, and creativity. It's the passion of it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, everybody isn't creative. Some people just uh, do what they do, and they're perfectly fine. Everybody and, uh, is creative. We're creative if we get up and eat breakfast. Yeah, okay, okay. But I'm, okay, well, all right, maybe I misunderstood 
the way you meant it. But uh, it's yeah, not I, being I, a, a writer or a painter. It could be the way you speak in a way that's positive. Okay, it's n- uh, being creative doesn't mean being an actor or a painter or a musician necessarily. You can but, be creative by the way you I speak. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, like we were talking about some of the issues that stop us from being happy, and some of it is that we don't allow ourselves to be happy. If somebody else is unhappy, we make ourselves small to be on their level as opposed to being full of love. Well, you know, you know. yeah, I, I know what you're saying. In fact, a, 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 a client said to me, I when I was working with uh, for depression, she said, uh, I pointed out that she doesn't have to be unhappy to be happy. And that was mm. a big turnaround for her. That's a good point. And, right. Right. And, you and I, I don't know where I got it from. It just popped in my head. But as you well know, part of working with people is, is letting you intuitive, you know, letting your intuitive part, you know, uh, work and being in the flow and, you know, channeling, whatever you want to call it. And that was probably the big turnaround for her, you know. And she said that, and said, wow, that's 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 it for me. You know, you never know what it is that's going to, that's that thing that keeps people from moving forward, you know, getting past that that anchor that holds them back, you know. That ball and chain that keeps them in that you know sadness, and and on the same line, you know this may sound strange to a lot of people, but I believe our brain works like very similar to the way a computer works. I know because I I I was a computer programmer and I worked in that industry for many years, so I understand how how program, computer programs work, and we jump from one to the other and I and I think just in line with what you were saying earlier about thinking positively and those kinds of things. I don't believe in thinking positively. No, no, no. I don't believe in thinking positively. It doesn't work. You have to feel positive. Well well As a matter of fact they're doing some research now. Well hold on, hold on. Let me finish my thought and then if you want to challenge that's fine. But uh, what I'm saying is thinking happy thoughts about yourself, things that make you feel good, uh, and cutting down, minimizing the thoughts you have about things in the past or the future that make you feel bad, you know, things uh, that people did to you, whatever it may be, definitely puts you in a positive frame of mind. I know from personal experience. But go ahead. There's a difference between a positive frame of mind and feeling good inside. Okay? A lot of people think their feelings rather than feel them. And we have to be open to the positive things. I mean, it's like there are several things that I believe make you happy. It's not about the law of attraction and what you think you attract because first of all 
you don't always attract it because you think it. And even if you do attract what you want, it doesn't necessarily mean you'll be happy. Making ourselves happy comes with knowing who we are, how we feel, and what we contribute to life. That's what I believe truly makes us happy, is when we contribute, when we make a difference, we feel really good inside. I have no doubt that's true. But what I'm talking about is mood. And and as I say, I, the brain works a lot like a computer does. And we have different little programs and sub-programs in our brain, like anger and love and, you know, uh, uh, passion and, you know, hunger and this and that and the other thing. And, and that... That that positive mood thing comes from thinking enough in a positive way that that it it enacts or sets off that feeling that mood. It's a mood thing, and it doesn't See, I don't require think of it any work. Mood at all. I don't think it's of it mood? as a mood. I think of it as a very very deep sensation. A no, mood a, to me. The the way I'm hearing you describe it is more about external happiness and feeling good. You got a new car. You're happy about the way no, no, it no, looks. No, 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 you're no, feeling good like inside. That's a good mood. But true happiness is not a mood. It's a very, very deep felt sensation, a, a, a feeling of joy. And extend well, your I, joy. it hurts to have an, a positive mood. I mean, mood is very important. <laughs> now, you're right. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about mood, and we were talking about a, a bigger thing. Well, we're to, talk, we're not talking COVID. about apples and apples here. To me, a mood changes from day to day with the moon or with somebody uh, saying something to us. A mood is change. not necessarily permanent. We can we can keep ourselves in a, a better state of heart, I would say, okay, that we could consider being happy or delight, experience delight, experience pleasure. We can be in that uh, essence more often. I call it more of an essence, a happy essence. To me, moods change. One day I'm in a good mood, the next day I'm in a bad mood. One day I'm up, the next day I'm down. I mean, where I'm, to me, I'm, there can be a happier state, an open heart, where we do feel good about ourselves, where we do contribute and feel good from the inside out. That. Yeah, to but, me, is true happiness. But the, the yeah, but you it, it, you can't put labels on it, and you can't tell you know what if people don't feel they contribute. I mean, I think people could be happy in the general sense. Uh, what I'm thinking about now is a positive mood can be helped and can be controlled to a large extent. I found by thinking positively, as I say, and not dwelling on negative things. 
It does. It pops you into that because you're not halfway in one, halfway in the other. You're either in a good mood or you're in a bad mood. And to, to get you in that good mood is thinking positive things. I think you're, you're happier, you know, because uh, if you're in a good mood more often. But, you know, you can't – I mean, if you – Again, if, when you talk about contributing things like that, you got to be careful because there, you know, we're entering the the areas of must and should and ought. You know, we ought to contribute. You know, we should, and I think that could, can get a little dangerous. I'm not disagreeing with you that that's a good thing, and that you know, mostly people that do that feel good about themselves. But, uh, you know... We can contribute by washing a dish. We can contribute by adding value to others, saying thank you, saying you're welcome, saying positive things. And we feel good. We feel good. Yeah. Well, some people think by doing things... It makes them feel bad. <laughs> it's true. Some people don't like helping other people who are doing You see, they, they, for me, it's more about being open to receiving. And when we receive, we want to give generously. We want to do for others when we receive. Okay, that's the difference. Happiness is something that we receive when we're open internally, when we have no constrictions and no blocks inside. We just feel the goodness inside. We feel the life force. And to me, that's what really makes us happy, is feeling the life force flowing through us. And we can just be sitting somewhere and we just feel good watching a sunset, watching children playing in the waves. You you know, we're here, we're open, and we can just feel that life force when we become sensitive to it flowing through us. That, to me, is what gives us a sense of real happiness inside. Okay. Well, I agree with you there, certainly, but unfortunately for a lot of people who haven't done a lot of work on themselves, or haven't cleared a well, lot of that's, things. Well, that's oh, why I do oh. encourage people to do that. If, if people Absolutely. really have a desire to be happy, they can learn how. That's, yes. that's what keeps me in business. I'm a psychotherapist. I help people let go of the blocks to happiness. Okay. Well, there you go. I think that's a good way to end the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you agree. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Penny Cohen. Uh, You want to tell people quickly, uh, well, before we're going to be, we may be, off the live feed soon. So before we do, I want to just tell people, if you want to hear the rest of the show, just go to the podcast, which would be automatically there when the show ends, and you can fast forward towards the end of the show and hear the last few minutes. But um, And 
So you're listening to Getting on Top on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Paul Morris. We have Wednesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. And Penny, you want to tell people uh, what's yes, going on? Yes, I can be uh, reached by phone. 914 And my website uh, uh, email is penny at pennycohen.com. And my website is pennycohen.com. Thank you, Penny. And if anyone would like to find out more about me and what I do, you can go to conqueringdepressionforlife.com. That's conqueringdepressionforlife.com. And uh, if you want to uh, check out my book, go to ftfcreations.com. That's FTF as in Freight Train Freddy, creations.com. So thank you, Penny. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we're going to go out with uh, the song. Bye. He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready Get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack A little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Everybody was his friend And they all helped him to the end To keep those freight cars rolling along steady He never knew what to expect and was very careful not to wreck the little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy. The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy.